Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. Nicholas Rod here, and I am back, finally. I have finally made it back, um, and this time it is Chris that could not join us this morning. He does apologize, of course, but I am back to deliver the news on this Friday morning. I hope you guys have been well while I've been gone, but I'm happy to be back here, happy to be reporting the news once again. Uh, but, but before I get into an intro or anything like that, let's get into the weather and see what kind of uh, what kind of weather we're looking at throughout this weekend. In Los Angeles, California, expect partly cloudy skies today with a high of 78 and partly cloudy skies throughout the weekend. In Houston, Texas, you'll see mostly clear skies with a high of 95 and a clear weekend. In Chicago, Illinois, it is expected to be mostly clear with a high of 82 today and a clear weekend. And in New York City, it'll be mostly cloudy today with a high of 86 and expect some thunderstorms to roll in as the weekend goes on. But, of course, like I said, it's been a while since I've been here. Um, you know, it, it's been over a week, and let's just say a lot has happened. Um, you know, I won't go into any details on why I was out or anything like that, but some good things did happen while I was away. Um, some cool stuff happened, and, you know, just some lights in in the world that was going on last week on my end. Um, first off, uh, at least at my mom's house, I switched rooms, which was really cool. Switched bedrooms um, and actually upgraded a little bit. Uh, slightly bigger room, some more space. Not everything is completely cluttered. Because <laughs> that was a huge problem with my other rooms. That everything just felt so... I wouldn't go as far as to say claustrophobic, but it was definitely tight in there. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot of floor space left with the things that I had in there. But with the new room, everything's nice and spaced out. Um, you know, I sleep right under the window now, which is beautiful. Being able to hear like the nighttime sounds, you know, I live out in the country, so you hear a lot of, like, the crickets, the peepers, um, all that stuff, and very little traffic, so it's very peaceful, and it's especially nice when you get a breeze, or even if there's rain, oh, it's so relaxing, so that was good thing number one, and that was a ton, uh, a ton of fun, moving everything over wasn't, you know, the favorite my favorite job in the world but what are you gonna do <laughs> I have the room I like the setup and uh overall it's really nice but then over the weekend over uh this past weekend on Sunday I actually got to hold my nephew for the first time which was an amazing experience. He's a little over a month old now, and oh my god. Like, before Sunday, I'll be honest, I had never held the baby before. Amazing experience. Just honestly wonderful. And he he's so cute. He's adorable. Um, and he seemed to like me, which was which was great. 
You know, he had been a little fussy before then. Um, you know, was crying a little bit, but then um, when he was put onto my lap and I was holding him, he quieted right down for the most part, you know, got a little fussy eventually a little later on, but overall he seemed pretty content. And that was just a wonderful experience for me. It was really cool. It was really nice getting to finally like officially meet him. Uh, you know, I'd kind of seen him before once before, uh, Sunday, but I never got to hold him. I never really got to say hello to him, but now I have, and it was great. And also while I was at my sister's house that day, I got to see all of their animals. Uh, they have three dogs, three cats, and it's just a fun time. (laughs) Um, so I was making friends there. One of her cats is just so cute. She's so furry. Her tail is so poofy. At one point, not too long ago, she could literally cover her entire body with her tail. It it was just, she's adorable. But all of their animals are. The dogs are great. You know, you got a pit bull and a little chihuahua who are basically best friends. It's the most hilarious thing in the world. And uh, then you have, I believe he's a Boston Terrier, if memory serves me correctly. I was just having fun with all of them. They're all so friendly and so cute. And uh, that was a really good day. (laughs) Really good day. Um, You know, and then this week kicked off pretty well. It's been a relatively good week this week, I must say. Um, Monday was extremely frustrating because my computer... um, basically shut itself down. Like, I'd... I'd have to reformat. Luckily, I was able to uh, get another device up and running so we can be here to record the podcast. I can be here this morning. Um, But, you know, things like that happen. Technology isn't always our friend. Sometimes it likes to play little pranks like that, and, you know, you just gotta roll with it because that's all you really can do. (laughs) So I'm waiting and thinking about what to do about that, and uh, it's been pretty hectic, but that is a full update on me. That That's uh, my own personal news update for this morning, um, but I, I am glad to be back here reporting the news for you guys and and being back here. And we've got a lot to cover this morning, so let's jump right in. So we start with uh, some news about COVID-19 booster shots. Um, The COVID-19 booster shots are authorized, but only for a specific group of people. That specific group will be discussed more, but first, let's explain what's been happening. Because of the accelerating spread of the Delta variant, late last Thursday, the FDA amended the emergency use authorization for the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines, and then on Friday, the CDC advisory board met and unanimously agreed on the boosters, and the CDC director signed off on the plan. The FDA said that the one-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine was not included in this decision because it has insufficient data on giving additional doses. So, who currently qualifies for boosters? Well, only the immune-compromised. 
specifically the group includes but is not limited to people who have received organ transplants uh, cancer patients currently undergoing treatment those who have chronic medical conditions that can weaken their immune response uh, this would include things like chronic kidney disease and people with immune deficiency syndrome like those with advanced or untreated hiv According to the CDC, that entire group is very small, less than 3% of all U.S. adults, and if you are unclear on if you are immunocompromised or you don't really know where you fall into this category, you need to talk to your doctor. If you're immunocompromised, the FDA says that even if you get the booster shot, you should still mask and social distance from others. Both the FDA and the CDC made it very clear that the booster is not yet approved for emergency use authorization for the general public at this time. President Biden said Wednesday that every American who has received either the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine needs to get their booster starting on September 30th or eight months after their final dose. This is expected to be approved by the FDA and CDC. We will have more information when it comes to the mechanics of all this on Monday. Moving a little bit into travel. If you plan to get on a plane, train, or bus between now and 2022, you better bring your mask and be prepared to wear it. From the moment you step into the airport or train station or bus terminal until the moment you leave. The TSA has decided to extend its mask mandate until January 18th of 2022. The mandate was initially set to expire on September 13th of this year. But the TSA says that because of the highly transmissible Delta variant and the risk to those who travel, especially to those who are unvaccinated, this move was necessary. Now, mask mandates, especially on planes, have been challenged heavily from passengers for months now. In fact, the FAA reported not too long ago that so far in 2021, about 3,900 unruly passenger incidents were recorded, and about 2,900 of those being because of passengers not wearing a mask. It is a federal crime to interfere with the duties of flight attendants, and that does include disobeying the mask requirements. The FAA has a zero-tolerance policy and is not afraid to have law enforcement remove you from the plane and fine you heavily, all the way up to $30,000 for non-compliance. Do you qualify for the child tax credit but did not receive the tax credit payment for the month of August? The IRS said that there may be an explanation for that. Uh, like we told you last Friday, 36 million families were issued a payment on that Friday. However, the IRS says that there were technical issues with the August payment. For about 15% of the 36 million, the IRS says that you may be receiving that money by paper check instead of direct deposit. They said it was some internal computer issue, and yes, you may be one of those who are getting a paper check even if you receive July's payment as a direct deposit. 
If you suspect that's what happened to you in your payment, check your account on the child tax credit portal to confirm that yes, you're getting a paper check. And if you are, the IRS says that you don't need to do anything else. They've already corrected that internal problem. You will start receiving your payment again by direct deposit for the September payment. And if you are receiving a check by mail, you need to allow extra time for the post office to deliver it to you. And if you know that you qualify for the monthly child tax credit but didn't receive July's payment, the IRS says that you will still get it. They say they will divide up what you are owed and add it into your remaining payments in 2021. Now talking about the SNAP program, for 42 million Americans currently on food stamps, the federal government has increased your benefits about 25% above the pre-pandemic levels, and you will start seeing that money on October 1st. The federal program that is well known as SNAP is for those who are at or below the poverty line, or those who are elderly or disabled and receiving public assistance. Those people will get a significant permanent increase to their benefits now. This increase came to be after Congress passed the Farm Bill in 2018. President Trump signed it into law and President Biden signed an executive order addressing it in January. So the big question now is how much are you going to get? You will be receiving $36.24 more per month per qualified person. During the pandemic, the government increased SNAP benefits by 15%, but that program will expire at the end of September and will instead be replaced by this new program. This increase will cost $20 billion every year. So if you've been listening around a lot or you've been watching the news at all, you might have seen a lot of information and a lot about what's going on regarding Afghanistan. But let's give a breakdown here as to the current situation on the ground in Afghanistan. As the situation in Afghanistan unfolds, President Biden is holding on his position to withdraw all U.S. troops from the country by August 31st. Meanwhile, the U.S. military has officially secured the Hamid Karzai International Airport, allowing military and commercial flights to resume. The U.S. has received a commitment from the Taliban saying that they will allow safe travel to those that are trying to reach the airport to leave the country. However, there have recently been several reports of people getting stopped by the Taliban at different checkpoints along the way. The U.S. has established an embassy presence at the airport after having to abandon their embassy building in Kabul. It is here that Afghans and Americans interested in leaving the country are being processed and evacuated. At this time, about 2,000 people have been evacuated through military evacuation flights, and 4,840 people have now been processed for evacuation. Beyond that, 800 of those with special immigrant visas are expected to be invited for evacuation soon, though there is no set date for that at this time that we know of. 
The State Department is inviting Americans who are interested in leaving the country to travel to the airport as soon as they can. However, the U.S. government has not been able to ensure the safety of those who travel to the airport. On Monday, the United Nations Security Council released a press statement saying that they wish for the Taliban or the Afghan people to create a government that is inclusive to all groups, women, minorities, etc., and that failing to do so would result in a lack of a recognition from the UN of such a power as a government power. As for figuring out how to handle the Taliban, President Biden and UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson held a virtual meeting and agreed to hold a G7 leaders meeting next week to discuss the situation. And NATO General Hans Stoltenberg stated that he will be convening a virtual meeting between NATO foreign ministers on Friday to discuss the common approach on how to handle the Taliban. Well, that is it for our main news segment, so let's get into some rapid news. First off, McDonald's is now requiring all of their employees to be vaccinated. The Biden administration says that for long-term care facilities to receive their federal funding, all staff must be fully vaccinated, and more on that will come in the COVID update on Monday morning. Midwestern Pet Food Incorporated has received a warning letter from the FDA saying that their product could be linked to the death of more than 130 pets and the illness of more than 220 pets. And finally, Avanti Frozen Foods has announced an expanded recall on their frozen shrimp products due to salmonella concerns. Well, now we get into the good news segment. And for this morning's story, I've got a pretty incredible one. I'm not going to lie. Before I get into it, though, I must say um, I have been seeing the news stories that Chris has been picking while I've been gone. And to be quite honest, he's picked some real gems. You know, No lie, he's, he's picked out some real good stories. I'm very proud of uh, the work he's been doing while I've been gone. But it's time for the king to come back, and I think I've come back with a pretty good story. So, for my story today, it's it's kind of a unique one, because this guy lived in San Joaquin County, California, and he's been a ham radio uh, user for many, many years. He's been an amateur ham radio operator for quite some time, and he's met a lot of people, uh, people around the world, you know, people in Africa, people at the space station, and uh, all over the United States, of course, as well. Well, there was one friend that he had that he had actually made through his time as a ham radio operator a few hundred miles away in, in Oregon. So one day... The guy receives a call from his friend. And the friend is not in good shape. Uh, he's slurring his words. He's jumping all around. He's, you know, not staying on topic or anything. And it turned out that he had had a stroke. And so as soon as they got off the phone with him, they called 911. And they managed to direct emergency, uh, emergency help to the friend's house because they had actually been there before mind you this friend lived hundreds of miles away 
in Oregon, like I said. They had been to the friend's house a couple of times, and they were able to direct uh, help to the friend's house and actually managed to save his life. But what's kind of even more incredible about this is that the friend never even meant to call him. Um, later on, they found out that he had actually called them by accident. He couldn't really see the numbers on his phone very well uh, and, ex and ended up calling, you know, calling this guy instead. And because of the guy's quick thinking along with his wife's quick thinking, they got, you know, they called 911, they got him help, and he survived. Um, the EMTs that showed up said that if they hadn't, if they hadn't managed to get a hold of 911, if they had managed to get help to the friend's house, the friend would have died in a few hours. Uh, so it was truly just amazing that they managed to, to do that and to save his life. And I really like this story because... You know, sometimes you hear people say that, like, long-distance friendships and things like that, um, you know, sometimes it's questioned how much merit they hold or how legitimate they are, but in this case, I mean, these two were close friends. They were both ham, ro ham radio operators uh, for years and years, and, you know, the guy's quick thinking to get his friend... Um, to get him help, to get him emergency help, is just amazing, quick thinking, and especially to be able to direct uh, the EMTs and the ambulance to the friend's house, being hundreds of miles away, that's just, I, I don't know if there are words for that, I really don't. And you just gotta love someone being able to save a friend's life, no matter how it's done. Being able to save a friend's life, there's nothing better than that. There are very few things that can top that. But that is the end of this morning's episode. Uh, we will be back, of course, on Monday with a roundup of the weekend's news. And we'll be back with a dumb law next Wednesday. And then, of course, another news episode next Friday. So be sure to stick around. But in the meantime... Hop over to Twitter and follow us on our Twitter link in the show notes there. You'll get all the latest news, all the updates, all the breaking news, everything. Also, make sure to follow us on our personal accounts. Links for those are in the show notes. Uh, you know, we just have some casual uh, chit-chat conversation, random thoughts, um, Anything that really comes up that we feel is tweet-worthy, we're, we're throwing it out there, and it's a fun time, so make sure to join us over there. Also, make sure to check out our articles on Medium. We often talk about things that do not make it onto the podcast. It's all new. It's all different news than what you get here, so make sure to hop over there and get your extra injection of daily news. But that is it from me this morning, you guys. Again, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be here again. Happy to be reporting news for you again. And hopefully um, we can continue that. And I don't intend to go anywhere again. <laughs> so we'll see you back here on Monday morning, you guys. Have a good weekend. Have a safe weekend. See you later.